0: We are the weirdos. Oh I God. What? I tried to warn her.
1: Welcome back to Odds cheerion You thought this season was over, so did we. <laughs> but guess what? You We're here. You know, nearer. it's never really
0: over. As Katy Perry would tell us.
1: Just because it's over doesn't mean yeah, it's really over.
0: Doesn't mean it's really over. And if you think it over,
1: maybe Scream <laughs> 3 will be coming over again. <laughs> Because we just can't get enough Jennifer Jolie on this podcast. Yeah, we,
0: we cannot. Maybe if Scream we can find 3 a way, will be coming over. If we
1: can find a way to link Scream 3 into our conversation, we will. <laughs> I Some of our
0: greatest work in getting people to be like, you know, that was a
1: good point. I mean, truly. It was yeah. a good point. All of them. <laughs> all I li- of them. I like there them. There
0: were many points and they were all We made good. a few.
1: I thought they were valid. And and if you're listening right now, I guess maybe you did too. Uh, this is I just wanted to pop in and talk about the big announcement that Scream 6 is officially happening.
0: Outstanding. It Outstanding is, news. I'm so happy about so it. I'm so happy. It's a real joy of being a horror fan. Being like we li- we live amongst a genre where there are part sixes. Where there are part thirteens, so like people can have their things to say about uh, sequels and remakes and, and franchises, and you know, no, no new ideas, et cetera, et cetera, whatever bullshit. But the I, it is it is very exciting to be a part of a center of movie enjoyment where being like part six,
1: and the, yes, and hearing and everybody get excited, and because hearing everybody
0: get excited in the and, a, aughts, a like,
1: part six in the aughts, that's Amniville on DVD you know that what is, i mean like that is yeah that's, that's children of the straight to the, straight to the
0: video shelf straight to the video shelf yeah
1: yeah we didn't have part six is then Mm-mm. no honey it was that's why we had to remake it because i think culturally at the time it was like the only way to keep these f- series alive at this point after everything had been straight to videoed mm-hmm. um the only way to do it was remakes and i think that's why our generation yeah. was the remake era and then we got yeah. this nostalgia for actual sequels
0: and I I think too that it a, a satisfying thing about Scream, and I I hope that this continues to hold true, is that it's like a mid-budget movie. It's always a mid-budget movie.
1: Always. And you're right. It is,
0: like I I you know ne- a Quiet there's never Place. been
1: uh, there's never been Scream 1994 Scream Dollhouse.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Scream <laughs> Scream Dollhouse. Or there's never been, <clears throat> you know, as a Quiet Place, uh, three has been ordered. And you know, A Quiet Place One was uh, very economically done. I think it was like seventeen million dollars. And then when they greenlit the sequel, it's like, well, it's going to be bigger and better than the first one, and it's going to be thirty-four million dollars. And with the uh, with the way the world works in that, and it's it's so much of the world, and also there's special effects and this that the other, it's it's supernatural creatures, what have you. That has the possibility of of getting to be more and more expensive, and therefore having to The higher risk needing to produce a higher reward to make it a a cost-benefit proposition that the studio wants, whereas a studio, a Scream movie, and sort of a a well-done slasher doesn't ever have to actually be that expensive. It just yes. has to be clever like it has to be clever you have to want to hang out with your friends you have to want to hang out with your friends in whatever X town your, your Camp Crystal Lake friends your Woodsboro friends yes and as long as you can keep doing that over and over again these movies can I, I feel like continually be a very pleasing budget size that allows them to keep going as long as the people in it are characters in places that you enjoy. And that to me feels very sustainable, which I like.
1: Well, let's talk about budget for a second, because if you th- this has already grossed $100 million worldwide as of four days ago. over It's over $63 million domestically. And to, to, comparatively, that may not seem like a lot, like when you look at all the numbers, but when you look at COVID numbers, that's yeah. huge. And so yeah. for a studio, really it's good. like, okay, cool, we're gonna bank on this. And also it's, you know, granted there's inflation but this has you know beat its predecessors so that's mm-hmm. exciting i do the original scream was the highest grossing slasher film in 1996 when it came out it was the highest grossing slasher film of all time it grossed mm-hmm. like 296 million i think something around there um or no uh i don't know it grossed a lot and then i uh, and then what happened later nothing beat that until halloween 2018 and that is interesting right. in what you're saying because what you are talking about with Being able to be alive and be excited about a a part six in this way, I mean, it's kind of the Halloween 2018 of it all. That Mm -hmm, came, mm -hmm. and there was a legitimate studio backing, and there's the return of the legacy characters, and of course, that's what's being spoofed in a lot of, or what's being satirized in Scream 2022. But Mm -hmm. that kind of got us going again for this kind of film. So, you know,
0: and a a a nice luxury that Scream had the whole time because of its continuity was to have. Gale, Dewey, Sydney come back in six didn't yes. feel like it was a product of the like let's bring back Laurie Strode let's bring back Sally Hardesty like the like let's reach let's reach into another time and bring back these characters that align with the last time you had the best feelings about this franchise and be like we're trying to make you feel that again it always had them because the continuity was there yes. so them coming back in five was just like of course, they're here. This isn't a gimmick. It's not a stunt. Yes. This is just, it would be weird if they weren't here. And now that they've officially moved the story into the hands of a new ensemble, well, those characters can be retired out. If there was a Scream 19 and it was like, here's g- gorgeous senior citizen Nev Campbell, yeah. that would be like, oh, we're doing this, huh? But uh, this one has, it, it, Scream built in for itself so many advantages with the genius of the original creation that it just, it's not the fault of other franchises that they didn't have that helped smooth the landing for it to continue on throughout time, throughout decades.
1: I want to correct myself. It's 173 million worldwide is what it got. And then, 20, even better, Hall, Halloween 2018 got 255 million worldwide. But that's you know with inflation, I still think Scream actually beats it. I think um, I don't know though. Beanie Babies in 1996 were 5.99, and they're 5.99 now. So who knows?
0: Price control. Yeah. What,
1: what are you gonna do? So <laughs> Nev is interested in Scream Six. She said. So how how do you feel about really? that? She made a statement. Yeah, she said she would she would come back for a sixth. She's interested and ready to go. So, that's new.
0: I don't, it's not my favorite. I know. It's not I'm my kinda favorite. I'm kind of ready to
1: meet my new friends.
0: Well, and it, it, for me, it, it, the thing that, the, the hang up I have on that is the longer, the longer she stays, the higher chance of something Happening yes. that shouldn't happen
1: Like I want to okay. imagine her happy ending I'm good with her and uh, Mark It, but, it
0: doesn't I, I don't want I don't want the I don't want there To be some sense of um, Obligation To the character that then becomes A misuse of the character that then Becomes a betrayal of and abuse of
1: On that note I, I don't, don't like I don't that want, At all I don't want a Halloween kill Situation either where we end up with Nev Campbell In a hospital for a whole movie No I, I don't need that. So I don't know. I, th-
0: I like I love the like this is the like one of the few acceptable Easter eggs I would accept a proposition of of like they can like, you know, text Aunt Sydney. Yeah. And be like, Sid, what should we do? And then she like sends them a message back. Like that's kind of as far as I want her because, again, for it's for her pr- protection and preservation. I I don't want it. The My worst fear, as anyone who listens to me talk about this franchise knows, is that um, Sydney would ever be killed. I don't
1: want that. I don't and want that.
0: I don't want I don't want and some even in cold an age. open. Yeah. No, I don't want some cold open on the roof of the mental hospital nope. where Ghostface is dropping Lori to her death. Kind okay, of listen, thing.
1: Halloween resurrection set to Avril Lavigne, was <laughs> yeah. was the way to watch that scene. I'll let y'all know. But I, I do that. Yeah, that was a that was a waste of a character, a legacy character. Watching that, everything else in Halloween Resurrection, love it. But
0: yeah, great time. That but, but that that was that was, that a, was such a why, weird violence against the legacy. It was why like
1: waste her after such a great movie like Halloween show? Yeah, yeah, why would
0: you like? And why so, like,
1: You're right. The longer phew. we're around, the more likely that happens. Also, I don't want them to squeeze her in because I no. feel like we've now gotten to know these new characters and totally. they pass the torch well.
0: They did so, a really good job. And the character really good job with that in the end.
1: Who I'm ready for them to bring back? Kirby and Stu. <laughs> That's Honestly, it. yeah.
0: If it, it, like I I don't need, I don't like Sydney has I I I love the notion of Nev being like, oh I'm I would do a say like I love that that's happiness for her like yeah, I love that she still I do feels, that she feels so much for this yes
1: that she likes this and had a great time and is loving the response great I yes. love that for her I love that yes
0: I love that I here's I, what I'll accept I,
1: I will accept Scream 6 with all these new kids and then I will accept uh Sydney the spinoff where we're just following her divorce with Mark <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and her hanging out with gail weathers there and jennifer jolie wait jennifer jolie that's ambiguous because she died but like not in my head and, yeah, right uh, yeah that's
0: another one of those like did she?
1: Mm-hmm. so speaking of uh okay so but, Scream- but
0: like you mentioned kirby and stew if that was a if that was the okay six is the one where w- we'll bring you back more of these characters yep. but guess what it's kirby stew time and you asked matthew lillard as i have is stew alive and he's like yeah you're goddamn right he is he didn't die. Straight Are you kidding me? Straight from no. the
1: horse's mouth, folks. Yeah.
0: He's like, no, Stu's alive. As, oh, my you God. Know, Your he...
1: interview with Matthew Lillard and Skeet Ulrich, holy shit, mind-blowing.
0: It was Guys, It was so wonderful to do.
1: What did he tell you about Scream 3? Because I think that's really interesting.
0: He he mentioned, because he was like, yes, of course I'm alive. He was like, I was supposed to be in more screams he was like i was paid for three as he said i wasn't paid a lot but i was paid like that's such crazy that, he was yeah paid such that to certify oh i was supposed to be in it i got money to do it and then it didn't end up happening and he was supposed to be like running a ring of like high school aged killers i think from prison
1: listen if they brought that back for six i'd still be down
0: Totally. I love that. Totally. This guy wouldn't be recovered after all this time. No. Stu was out of his fucking mind. It's There's some, no
1: reforming Stu Mocker. Some psycho kids who listen to My Favorite Murder and, you know, get a little bit crazy on it. I'm in.
0: And Stu is, in. and Matthew Lillard is such a dynamic and oh, amazing God, actor. He is. He really is. He would, he would bring, he would make the elder version of Stu Mocker compelling. That would be whatever direction they would go with that. Matthew Lillard can carry on his shoulders I, I would truthfully love to see him come back and and be more of that character just in like an an older more I seasoned way absolutely and would. Hayden Panettiere unchanged
1: since no. twenty. give her the same haircut folks be brave okay be brave. I don't want I don't want to see you try and do anything to Kirby that we don't want we are all in charge I'm sorry I am we are all in charge you, because you guys have had enough control straight people queer people are in charge we're kirby's ours (laughs) give us a call we'll let you know what to do okay so scream 2 by the way because this this fascinates me because scream was released december 20th of 1996 scream 2 was released uh like december 12th Mm -hmm. of 1997 which means less than a year later now Mm -hmm. follow that timeline it was shot scream 2 was shot september to october And then released in December. They had two months of post-production, which is next to impossible, by the way, for a movie. And a movie that looks that beautiful. That is like, you'd
0: be on, you'd be on like, you'd be on like working at the mill hours. That's a 24 hour a day production They
1: must have been editing while they were shooting. I can't imagine any other way to do this. And with everybody trying to leak everything, (laughs) that was probably the only way to get it done. And so it's crazy that it happened. But now look at this announcement, right? They're going to shoot starting in the summer, it said. So if they're shooting in the summer, and we know this how, summer this, for six, you mean this summer okay. for six. Yeah. So let's say June, July. The turnaround for that could be in time to give us a Scream Six by this time next year. It could right to like one it year could actually, it away from it could actually 20, be out one year later. Just like just like one and two, yeah. they they will they could give it to us based on their shooting. I'm just saying. So yeah, I'm not gonna get my hopes up, but I, but if it if it works out it works out friends
0: if it works out it works out if it works out it works out and and as we discussed in the our big two parter on 5 um this like this struggled with the size of its ensemble at times but was also having to balance working in a whole new origin story for a new group of characters that's a lot that's hard that is hard to do this next movie will be unencumbered from that and whatever other things get inserted it does not have to do the establishing section of bringing in six new fucking central characters exactly that is it is hard to write an origin story a first movie of of, of anything is difficult let alone Mm -hmm. making a first movie that's actually a fifth movie in like the most one of those formative film franchises of all time that hard work is front loaded it's done so whatever happens next they are loosed to just commit to whatever the scream story is
1: yes now this brings me to what I have brought you here to talk about Jordan and I know yes. there's a lot of fan excitement stuff that we got to cover right now and cool but I want to talk about the queerness of the scream series because what I would like to see in part six is an explicitly clue explicitly queer Martha Meeks, because that actor, Heather Moderato, is actually, you know, in real life, queer. She is a queer yeah. icon. And so, <laughs> yes. why not? I mean, seriously, for our generation, we did not have a lot of out queer actors, and she oh, was no. fucking out. She was yeah. out. She did Hostile 2 in that, like, killer lesbian scene with that whole, like, uh, you know. The scythe and the blood. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? And, and having a queer actor playing that A lot of Mm -hmm. mixed feelings, but also having a queer actor in horror at all, exciting. Mm -hmm. So to have her pop up in Scream 3 is a big deal. So just make her queer. Listen, Mindy and Chad's last names hyphenated. They're Meeks Martin. Martin's obviously their lesbian other mother. (laughs) Could be. These are the products of lesbians. I want to see it. Part two. Okay. Mm -hmm. Twins are gay. Listen. Okay. So I,
0: I, Chad, hear me out very much seems fluid I there's just a vibe there's, there's just a vibe. vibe
1: there's a vibe everybody knows that guy everybody knows that guy yeah <laughs> we all we all know a chad yeah that guy is fluid i feel
0: like you've met a number of chads
1: i feel like i dated chads
0: yeah right yeah,
1: yeah. oh yeah i i really truly i think that chad i i got that vibe watching the movie but i will say on listen guys writer writers writers Mm -hmm. i know you i know you listen to this podcast matt tyler matt you're out there well actually james and guy oh james and guy james and james guy hi guy yeah hi guy hi guy listen twins can be if there's one gay twin the odds are the other one's gay (laughs) i'm serious go look it up google it guy listen over 50 percent if one twin is one identical twin is gay the other twin is gay and even in fraternal twins it's twenty two percent. So there is a twenty two percent chance that mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. if uh, if Mindy is queer, so is Chad, and mm-hmm. also if if Chad is played by uh, God, what's his name? Fuck.
0: Mason Gooding.
1: Thank you. If Chad is played by Mason Gooding, then there is a ninety percent chance that that that, <laughs> <is queer.
0: laughs> uh, that increases the odds because dramatically. That,
1: that charisma, that charm. Oh my God! Yes. Very. So this series, starting with Scream queer mm-hmm. at its roots obviously kevin williamson is queer he is openly gay um mm-hmm. and he has talked about more recently billy and stew mm-hmm. and having billy and to be based on uh on leopold and Loeb, who mm-hmm. are two uh infamously queer killers and kind of like establish the queer killer trope like the two mm-hmm. the duo of men we see it in rope and we see it in a whole lot of places mm-hmm. but uh we see it in billy and stew especially in the catch the kitchen scene where stew was yep. like snuggling up behind Billy. Oh
0: my god. I mean the full hug from behind. That he's like nuzzling
1: Billy nuzzling. in this moment.
0: There's a there's a I think it's I forget the exact number of minutes, but there's a video on YouTube. I think the title of it is just 4 minutes of Billy and Stew being gay. Oh my god. Like, I think that's it's either like 4 minutes or 8 minutes of Billy and Stew being gay. I
1: like, got to find <laughs> it. I love that. And,
0: and all you have to do is cut together their scenes. You don't have to creatively edit it. You just put together the scenes that they're in and it's them being gay.
1: If you haven't seen it before friends, like you've seen Scream but you didn't see that, go back and watch yeah. it with that eye and you'll be like, "Oh,
0: fuck." Cuz like even even Nev Campbell was offering was offering insinuation about that on the press tour for Nev Five. Nev
1: Campbell said it. She knows. Nev Campbell
0: said it. Nev Campbell said it. Our, Neve our said girl
1: Nev said it, guys.
0: That might and that maybe some of their anger comes from not being allowed to be who they want to be. If mm-hmm. you want to go there.
1: So, gay. Then, in Scream 2, we get an almost, almost explicitly queer character in one of uh, Nev's security detail. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, she that's right.
0: says, And the one on the left is Officer Andrews. He is a Gemini single, but I think he's gay.
1: Yeah. And I know that that was Kevin, you know, trying to get in a gay character in a time when we couldn't. Because think about Anywhere. 97. I mean,
0: was Wild Things 1997? Wild Things came out in 1998, I
1: believe. So around that time, I mean, like Wild, Wild Things, another Neb Campbell movie, by the way, love it. Um, <sighs> so Kevin Bacon signed on to that project knowing that his character was supposed to be bisexual. And they changed it from bisexual to straight because Matt Damon, or not Matt Damon, uh, Matt Dylan. Dylan was uncomfortable with it.
0: Mm. And because
1: that was a time when that would be uncomfortable. So the, totally, yeah. the best thing that they can do with this stage in cinema, uh, he's a Gemini and I think he's gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right so now one of the security detail that really doesn't get to talk is gay great so that's mm-hmm. scream too but it's there right and also like billy's mom has a butch haircut yeah that feels billy's
0: mom billy's mom seems like a furious lesbian
1: she does right she gives that vibe she's a, she, yeah. it feels like it I, that's right re- and you know what's representation is tying up her hunky boyfriend on a cross in his underwear that's representation oh, absolutely yeah that frat shit gay okay so I feel like one and two were pretty queer coded. Were there, three mm-hmm. we get Gail's bangs, which are canonically queer. Right. Yeah. Gail's bangs are gay. If you don't like Gail's bangs, <laughs> Gales bangs are gay. You are homophobic. You're homophobic. Stop being homophobic. Stop being homophobic. Except Gail's bangs, except the pride flag, gay. J- Absolutely. Jennifer Jolie, gay. <laughs> Jennifer at Jolie, very, that's at, gay. At the
0: very least, gay icon.
1: Gay icon. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, where's the line?
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, who the line? That's saying, an
1: unanswered question. I'm not saying she's a lesbian character or a queer character, but I am saying her existence is queer.
0: <laughs> right. In the way that like Brittany is a straight woman whose existence is queer.
1: Yes, gay. Fans.
0: Damn it. I can handle fans. They want a picture. They want a conversation. I can handle fans. You see this, Dewey? I haven't had one of these in a year and a half. Someone's gonna pay for this.
1: Jennifer, settle down. What happened? Sorry. Yeah. It's it's too late. So, um, so Jennifer Jolie and that existence, but I will say Martha Meeks does show up in that movie. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's the first time we get her and we know who she is. And Mm -hmm. so you can't not have queer vibes. So
0: (laughs) you can't not, you can't not.
1: Am I missing anything? Gay from scream three.
0: I I don't think so. I'm thinking of like the stab ensemble.
1: Yeah. No, I don't Mm -hmm. think so. Which brings us to four. What is the gayest part of four to you?
0: Kirby? <laughs> it has to be, right? <laughs> yeah, Kirby. Oh, that was me. I
1: have powers. I mean, there's the explicitly queer thing with Robbie Mercer, who, like, no, that's not actually, like, he says you practically have to be gay to survive a yeah. horror movie. We know that that's not true. He says that he's gay when he's about to be murdered. We know that that also doesn't feel true. He said,
0: yeah, he says, if it helps.
1: If it helps. uh, Yeah, and it's like, so is he? Probably not. Is Kirby no. queer?
0: Kirby, to me, Kirby's pansexual.
1: I, I would go with that.
0: Kirby's pants. Kirby, if Kirby, Kirby went to college because Kirby did live because Scream 5 told us she did.
1: Scream 5 told us she lived.
0: She went to college and if she was okay forming attachments with other people in the wake of what happened to her, uh, Kirby was having sex with anybody she wanted. Mm-hmm. Kirby was out there having a great time.
1: Okay, I so I'm with you. I think Kirby is the queerest part of Scream Four. It feels that way watching her, even though she's in a heterosexual oh, love scene. I, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it? Doesn't matter. None of that matters. No. And no.
0: high school, it, we're working through a lot of things, and this was high school in 2011. It's not high school 2022 where everyone's gay.
1: And Kirby knew all those remakes. Like she listed off like 70 remakes in one breath. She's gay. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, straight people were ignoring those. Yes. Kirby knew them all. She clocked it. Gay. Listen, also, Emma Roberts in a flannel talking about social media. Gay.
0: What world are you living in? I don't need friends. I need fans. My God. That's gay. (laughs) That's gay. Well, The nerd boys, the nerd boys are like, they totally seem like gay little boyfriends.
1: They do. They got the vibe. And I feel like yeah. you know, we can give them a little bit Billy's chew there. So listen, all of this, I don't know. To me, Scream 4, there it is. Yeah. There it is. And look
0: I mean, I don't think you I the the existence of Allison Bree's publicist character feels gay. Fuck me wow.
1: Oh my god! Wow, how did we leave her out? <laughs> I mean oh my god. fuck me wow. Uh fuck me wow. Allison? <laughs> Alice and Brie walking aimlessly through a parking garage with no clear goal when there's <laughs> when there's a killer out on the loose. Gay.
0: Yeah. That maximalism That's, brought to the job of, yeah. of her of her book publicist character. Gay.
1: That's a woman trying to find an iced coffee. If I ever saw one.
0: <laughs> is. At 10 p.m.
1: And I look, and this gets at actually like. The tongue-in-cheek of it all is, like, yeah. Scream 4 is probably the most heterosexual installment, unfortunately. It well, and, is and accidentally just, queer because we have taken it and we're like, no, that's us. Because this,
0: well, exactly, this is the maximalism of it. This entire, this entire exercise right now is a demonstration of what it is to be a queer person watching anything.
1: Exactly. One like, this, like, is,
0: this is what we do because this is what we have to do.
1: Nothing that I have said is – listen, straight folks, gentlemen, uh, fathers who listen to this to try and understand their Gen <laughs> yeah. Z kids more – um, none of those things are actually gay. Please don't leave and like, go like ask your barista if they're gay because they're wearing a flannel and talking about social media. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: don't take the wrong lesson. I it know
1: is. you wanted an iced coffee this morning. Does that mean you're gay? I mean, it might do some, do some <laughs> yeah. soul searching, but yeah, but always I, ask yourself. Just, it's, it's worth finding out. But, but the point is none of these things have ever been explicitly queer, which is why in scream five, when Mindy says she's going to hook up with Francis, it's a mm-hmm. big fucking deal for horror fans.
0: It's a big fucking deal. And then when Mindy, guys, I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you haven't seen Scream 5. When Mindy Lives.
1: When Mindy Lives. Mindy Lives is the subtitle of Scream 6. It's Scream. Mindy Lives. Scream 6, Mindy Lives.
0: You're right. It's it's It has to be implicit because I, I still live. I still live on nerves. They will start giving Scream subtitles instead of just letting them be numbers. I'm so I know, w- like, do you, like. I know. Do you, well, do you think this? Do you think this movie will be super weird and call itself Scream 2? Because it called 2022 just Scream.
1: What if it just calls itself? Is it gonna
0: go extra psycho with that?
1: What if it calls itself Scream?
0: What if they just keep being Scream and they just
1: call it Scream? What if they just
0: keep ruining SEO for publications across the world? They could
1: do it. They could wow. do it. I can I tell you something that is so. Or so, we just
0: enter a gerund world where it's screaming. Like screaming, we just and screamed. we just changed the tenses yeah screamed screams, screams screaming
1: like uh, screamer
0: yeah screamer um, yeah it just we just changed the 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 ending bit
1: I when on the note of Martha Meeks and mm-hmm. uh, so Heather posted a picture of her with her two kids you know uh much taller than her it's adorable it is so cute uh friends if you haven't seen it please go to her Instagram it's her you know with with her Mindy and Chad and
0: yeah it really does look like a mom posing with their children (laughs) something I
1: love about Mindy is that she's wearing a crop top with a rainbow on it and it's like even before we learn about her identity it's in all of her wardrobe they're like we are we are making her as explicit as possible like so but at first it feels like she might be queer coded because like she's Mm -hmm. got the pin she's got the shirt and I'm like, oh no. And then it's explicit. So it takes the thing. What I love about five is that it takes the thing that they've been playing with for four movies, and then it turns it into something explicit. But what I challenge six to be is mm. to have more of a leading queerness to it, mm-hmm. because Mindy is one of the best parts of the movie, but she is a a side part of the movie. Yeah, and she's I, a sporting character. I would love to see her more engaged. Gail weather status, you know?
0: Yeah, I like. Well, she's and she's she's sort of the most galvanized force in that sense, too. The idea of her as a gale is, feels like a lot of fun.
1: And there are a lot of opportunities, right? I mean, like, I know Wes is dead, but those frosted tips, that's gay. you know? Oh, and we've God, already, yeah. Already oh, yeah, that, that was bad.
0: Wes felt so gay.
1: Jenna Ortega and, uh, and our other killer, what's her name? Uh, not Amanda. Oh, uh,
0: but that character felt so gay before she was revealed to be involved with Jack Quaid.
1: I it's kind of wild that like they have this exchange like when she fiercely defends um Tara at the hospital. Yeah. There's this feeling like
0: mm. Oh yeah,
1: right? Yeah. It it does oh, feel completely. like
0: that. Oh, completely. I was like, "Oh, that's a little lesbian."
1: Yeah. I mean, who's obsessed
0: with her best friend and has a lot of feelings about her.
1: It's too bad that Liv died, which by the way, I love that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah.
1: Um because I do think that Liv I think that Liv had an ambient queerness to her as well. Like this ambient queerness that we get in the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't think
0: Liv was I don't think Liv was concerned with rules. No, so
1: No. No. So anyways, yeah. uh so if you're listening at this point, yeah, they're all gay. Uh
0: <laughs> and I I um it's so I love that it is so important to Jasmine Savoy Brown. Yes. to be able to stand up, to stand up for the good treatment of queer characters yes. in the projects that she's in. And as she, because you know... Because she, she it, said
1: something about that and Yellow Jackets, right? What was it that she yeah, said? Yeah,
0: in, in Yellow Jackets, uh, they got, like, they don't kn- they don't necessarily know, I don't think they knew week to week what was happening in the next episode. They would just get one script at a time. Right. So at the end of the episode where um, Van gets attacked by the wolf... Just ends. It just ends right there, and Jasmine Savoy Brown was like, "What the fuck is this?" Because, like so many of us, she assumed Van had been killed, and she talked in an interview. I think it was in an interview with. I think it was the interview she did with Elle magazine. Um, could have been a different one though, don't quote me on that. And she talked about she got that script and she was like, I texted the producers and was like, What the shit is going on? Like, I we need to have a conversation. Can and you they imagine? were like, No, 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 it's okay. Don't worry, she lives. And then she was like, Oh, and I think she was like, her response was like, Oh, okay, love you, bye. Like I love she- her
1: picking up her phone and texting a producer. Hey, guess what? The barrier gaze trope is so twenty twenty. Yeah.
0: We're out of here. I love it. Is- She's spoken very, uh, multiple times and very clearly and very concisely about I don't say yes to projects that participate in that regressive
1: bullshit. She's like, Is this Netflix? Is this a Scott Derrickson show? No, we are no. not. This is not, we're not going to bury these gays. And I love and it. And so
0: she, <laughs> to know, and like, you know, she's contractually obliged, however, she is to scream at this point, but to know that there is somebody who will fight for their character that yes. way and will do it vocally and will do it um, forcefully and is look, nice to know that she is, it's incredible and it's incredibly brave that she is, is confident enough to be her own advocate in that moment where it says she gets a script for six that she seems liable to text so somebody in charge and be like, what the f- Fuck. She'll throw the betrayal up. of this character of what you said we were doing here. Like it's amazing to know
1: I, that I love her. The more I learn about her, the more I love her. And yeah. And also, uh, Amber. I don't know why my brain farted, but Amber Amber. Uh Amber, I look, I know that we have a problem with too many queer killers and not enough queer heroes, but since Mindy lived, if somehow we find out retroactively that Amber was uh was queer, I would be so happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I do. Amber is like
1: my favorite kind of queer killer. Like, she gives me I Know what You Did Last Summer vibes, the TV show. And that's what I wanted to come back to, which is totally. what I would love for Scream Six if they were to take one thing away from I Know what You Did Last Summer, which of course they're not going to, but I Know what You Did Last Summer. It's Brienne Chu. Oh my God, I wish. Can you imagine if she just give, showed up in Scream Six?
0: Give, give Mindy that hot little
1: girlfriend. Oh my God. Stop it. Stop it right now. I can't even... I don't want to imagine something that good I know, and have I, it not... Oh, my God. It's
0: been incepted in you oh now. Oh, my
1: God. Jordan. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Guy, guy. Hi, Guy. Guy. I know. Look. you know, We're back. Just write it into the script. See what they do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, it couldn't hurt. So... Yeah. Uh, but there is that... You talked about this and I can, I will never shake it. The ambient queerness of the... I know we did last summer TV show. The yeah. fluidity in which those characters can express queerness without it having to be anything... That's happening mm-hmm. in the plot. Like, I just want to see that with this cast because I'm just pointing out all of these things because there are opportunities for fluidity that we can see mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't have to call attention to itself. Like, yeah, I love the Francis moment, but, you know, it's 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 pointing to itself.
0: Oh, it, it absolutely is. Yeah. I
1: think that in the sequel, we could just have a little bit more of that vibe um, mm-hmm. just spread throughout a little more evenly and mm-hmm. give us a lesbian Martha, please.
0: Yeah, that like that used to be a win. A lesbian, lesbian Martha Meeks would be really nice, and I, and it's it's a layup, it's a layup, guys, right, it's, it's right there, it's just
1: right there waiting for you. Yeah,
0: just finish at the hoop, like it's it's right there for the taking. Get those get those easy. Pick points. that
1: fruit, put that lemonade in the car, <laughs> yeah, and let <laughs> put us that drive money away. In your pocket, yeah, put that money in your pocket, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't wait for scream six. I wish it was tomorrow.
0: I'm I'm really. I'm I'm really, really excited for it and knowing that um those two the co directors, um I, I I really I ultimately very much enjoyed um five and I love Ready or Not.
1: Me too. And
0: when these guys are, you know, set upon something and allowed to have their fun and I think they will have There will be fewer constraints on them because there will be less like establishing section that you have to do being like, okay, we're bringing the franchise back after 10 years. And we're going to do this thing where we merge the past and we merge the future like with all that out of the way. Yeah. And just a new franchise like branch off the river to go on. I'm really excited to see them unencumbered by. The foundation link, the bricklaying work that they had to do in five, and just run wild in six.
1: I can't wait for it to not be a twenty-three and me situation. I'm done with the <laughs> genealogy. I don't need to know the so lineage. Done. And please don't put a bip. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a baby in play. I just no wa- no babies in play. I just want to no see my friends have play. fun.
0: Yeah, that's it. I just want to see. It. And I, I I said something, I posted something on Twitter. I was like, "Scream 6, but it's John Wick and the cast has to kill infinite ghost faces <laughs> that just keep coming at them get get crazy like get get crazy do like surprise me i i'm i'm so excited
1: scream to be 7 surprised. give me a give me an erotic thriller scream 8 i want scream the musical
0: i love the idea i that honestly to me would be a best case scenario where it suddenly the franchise just becomes it's just a substrate on which to put like <laughs> Like you said, scream the erotic thriller. Yeah. Like, sc- scream the Western. And we go, I don't know, fucking go back in time. Like, oh my God, just, Jordan, there sure. are
1: fans of the series that are listening to us right now and they're like, I'm going to murder these people. I'm, I got to <laughs> turn this off. Zero stars. What are they saying? Turn it the fuck off. Zero
0: stars. From
1: the people who brought you a love for AMC's Nicole Kidman ad comes, <laughs> yeah. scream the erotic thriller. <laughs> And I hope somehow heartbreak feels better in a scream sex
0: to God. That doesn't mean anything involving Sidney Prescott. (laughs) Goodbye.